Hello and welcome to the Soul Alignment Podcast. My name is Chiara and I'm a channel, energy healer and soul mentor. This podcast is here to inspire and support you to live a soul aligned, magical and fulfilling life. I will share with you guidance, practices, interviews and inspiring insights so that you can start to align with your soul and connect to your deepest essence. I'm so excited for you to be here. Hello beautiful people and welcome back to the Soul Alignment podcast. I am super excited to share this new episode with you and um, yeah so we will be talking about how to clear and protect your energy on a daily basis to prevent overwhelm to prevent feeling energetically drained and just to yeah keep you in your highest vibration and in a state where you feel your energy is clear and open and um, yeah so I will be sharing things that I do daily I will be sharing things that I do every now and then and we will go into different uh, yeah, ways to clear and also in different ways to protect your energy. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of different things I'm going to share with you. Um, they've all been super, super helpful for me in the past couple of years. And yeah, let's dive into it. So basically what I noticed has really really supported me is to have a morning practice which basically means that I whenever I get up um, I will take time to just be with myself and do several things that um, support me in clearing my energy preparing my energy for the day and yeah just kind of starting the day with fresh and new energy um, and the way I do it and the way I also recommend it is to really feel into your body and ask what your body needs what your system needs um, because there are so many different yeah like morning routines out there and like so many different ways people say you should be doing it but honestly like I think um we're all so different and even like my body which is kind of the same body every single day needs different things every day um, and I mean for some people it might work that you do something like the same exact thing every single day um, but for me personally it doesn't really work um, and I found that yeah like really listening to what I need that specific day is the best way to go for me um, yeah and same with like what exactly to include in your morning routine or in your morning practice um, just go with what feels good for you what works for you because some people have a lot of time in the morning some people have five minutes to do something like that in the morning so yeah like really choosing whatever works for you and I'm just going to share what I do and then just some suggestions what else you could also include. So for me, I usually start the day with either yoga or breathwork or both. Um, and at the moment, I'm practicing a lot of Kundalini yoga because I find it extremely beneficial for clearing my energy and for like working 
actively working on my energy body and my chakras and it's really really supported me in the last I don't know year or so um but even with that like sometimes I feel like a lot of energy is stuck in my body and I really need something yeah more and what really helps me in those cases is exercise like running or doing a workout in the morning and like I really ask my body what is needed that day and sometimes like today for example was a day where I didn't really feel the yoga and I really felt um, to do breath work um, so I did that and um, yeah if you need recommendations for like guided YouTube practices definitely send me a message um, I've collected quite a few yeah different things to choose from so if you want some inspiration let me know um, but in general I think if you're a sensitive person uh, which you probably are if you're listening to this you like something you need to get really good at I think is listening to your body's needs and understanding what you need in each moment and also making yourself a priority and actually taking the time to yeah work on your energy and to prepare your energy for the day and I mean for me it's comparably easy I guess because I'm self-employed so I can take the time if I need to in the morning and I can take some more time if I need to and sometimes it happens that even after I've done yoga or breath work um, I still feel like my energy isn't fully clear so I will then go and do something else in addition um, and yeah as I said I really think that the thing with morning routines is that it needs to make sense for you so for example I also know people who meditate for half an hour every single morning and to me that sounds like a really good idea in theory um, but in practice it just doesn't really work for me like I've tried it and what I notice is that I really need to like come into my body in the morning feel my energy move stuck energy and Meditation is really beneficial for so many things, but in the morning it just doesn't do what I feel I need the most. Um, so I just don't do it, basically. Um, sometimes I meditate for like 10 or 15 minutes in the morning if I feel like that's what I need. But usually I do something that's more focused on my body. Um, and I think with that, there is a difference between... I feel a little bit of resistance, but I know it's actually good for me. Um, and it really just doesn't feel right. So you really need to yeah, distinguish between those two and understand that, of course, you're going to feel a little bit of resistance some days. Like sometimes I wake up and I don't really feel like doing anything, like doing yoga or breath work or anything like that. Um, but it's just like a slight resistance and just my body being like, oh, it would be nice to, yeah, just sleep a little bit longer or whatever. Um, and I think, yeah, like you need to just kind of see if it's because it's not the right thing for you to do or if it's because, yeah, it's just like this slight resistance that we often have with things that are actually good for us. Um, and so... Yeah, I will take between 
15 and 45 minutes uh, to do like yoga, breath work, exercise, workout, sometimes meditation, whatever feels good. And then after I've done that and I feel like I'm actually present in my body, um, I will either do the pillar of light meditation, which is yeah a very, very short meditation, like two, three minutes. And it's not really meditation in that sense that you're just focusing on your breath, um, but you're actually doing something with your energy. Um, and it takes just two to three minutes to do it, but it's really, really beneficial. And some of you, a lot of you who have worked with me before will know that because I do it before every single session that I do. Um, and if you don't know it, um, I will guide you through it at the end of this episode. So I will just share, yeah, like a quick guided pillow of light meditation in the end. So yeah, if you want to hear that, just stay on until the end. Um, and sometimes instead of the pillow of light meditation or in addition to it, I do um, something that my guides called a light shower. And this is something I don't just do that in the morning, but I actually do it several times a day whenever I feel I need it. And it's very simple. Like you just imagine or visualize white light pouring down from the ceiling, like down onto your head and then just like a shower, basically like water, just flowing over your body and just kind of taking away any energies, any cords, any attachments, any hooks, whatever might be there in your energy. Um, and you're just like receiving that basically and visualizing that everything that's not serving you anymore is being taken away. And yeah, as I said, I do that several times a day, like whenever I feel my energy is a bit um, off or I've been in a crowd of people or I just feel like I need it intuitively, um, I will just, yeah, visualize that for a couple of minutes and it really makes a difference. Um, so yeah, just try it out. It's super simple and um, yeah, um, it's also a good thing to do whenever you feel like a bit sticky energetically or just like something is not quite right just focus on that for a couple of minutes and see how you feel afterwards um so this is really something that yeah I, that i do several times a day um not just in the morning and what i can also recommend especially in the morning and this is something that i do intuitively is to call my energy back to me because sometimes um, we wake up in the morning and you probably know that feeling that you wake up and you feel like you're not fully present or you feel like you feel a bit scattered or like you're not fully actually there in your body. And the reason for that can be that while you're dreaming, um, like your energy goes off into the astral space or some of us actually do work in the astral while we're sleeping um, and yeah, a lot can happen overnight with your energy, basically. So a good thing to do if you feel like you're not fully yourself or yeah, you just don't feel in your energy when you wake up in the morning <clears throat> is to um, intentionally call all of your energy back to you. So you basically visualize um, and actually, yeah, you can even say that in your mind or out loud that you're calling all energy 
all energies, all parts of you, across all dimensions, um, all planes, back to you. And really visualize like all of these little energetic parts that might have gone off in different directions, just coming back to you, basically. And just kind of, yeah, coming back into your body. Um, and just, yeah, feel into that, visualize that until you feel that, yeah, your energy is actually back in your own body and not somewhere in the astral or in different dimensions or wherever. And yeah, this is something I do whenever I feel I need it. Um, it's not every day, but I can really recommend it, yeah, to just try it out maybe for a week or two that whenever you wake up in the morning, just immediately calling all of your energy back to yourself and visualizing that actually happening um, because yeah this makes sure that you have all of your own energy available to you so it's really beneficial and another thing I can also recommend that I don't do daily I do that sometimes again intuitively whenever I feel I need it is uh, mantra chanting so basically yeah working with your voice with your throat chakra um and yeah chanting mantras chanting the om sound and there's so many guided practices on youtube that you can find and i find it extremely clearing and centering whenever i do that um and i personally love to work with the om um, but there's so many different ones you can choose from and what it also does additionally, um, apart from clearing your energy and centering you, is that it obviously works on your throat chakra and it can really help you clear blocks from your throat. So if you're also working on, yeah, like finding your voice, sharing your voice, feeling more confident in um, being yourself, voicing your opinion and all of that, um, this can actually be really beneficial for you too. Um, and it has a big effect on the energetic body because the vibration that um, that develops when you sound, uh, when you sing mantras, um, actually clears your energy body. And yeah, so it's super beneficial. And sometimes um, it depends, like whenever I channel in the morning, which I don't always do, is I also ask my guides to yeah support me in clearing my energy clear out anything that's not serving me anymore and um, that's also something that you can do like maybe you just don't have a lot of time in the morning you can also just call in your guides and ask them to support you in clearing your energy and maybe yeah clear out anything that's not serving you anymore and just support you in doing that so this is another option so yeah these are this is basically what i usually do in the morning um and i also wanted to share other things that i don't do every single day but yeah in specific situations basically and the first one that i think is really really important is regularly clearing your environment so the room the space the house where you where you live or where you stay and also yeah making sure that you do that when you're traveling and when you're staying in places where other people have been staying before you 
Um, just making sure to like really clean the space energetically. And there's different ways you can do that. Um, I really like Palo Santo um, for that. And what I will do is just, yeah, use that to like energetically clear the space. So I just walk around the room with uh, Palo Santo and just clear um yeah clear out all the corners the spaces and yeah just ask for the the smoke to take away any low vibrational energies any anything that's still there from other people or from wherever um you can also use sage um or incense to do the same thing and just with the intention to like energetically clear out anything that's not meant to be there and that's not supporting you and what also works really really well is visualizing golden lights entering your room and filling it up and clearing out any energies that are not meant to be there so you can just sit in your room or in your house or wherever you are and just visualize the room being filled with golden lights and this golden light basically expanding until the entire room is full of this golden energy of this golden light and again with the intention that this will clear out any energies anything that's not meant to be there and then lastly what you can do and this is more protective like these first two things i shared are more clearing um, but it's also very beneficial to protect your space the space that you're in um, especially if you're doing energy work or if you're working with people it's just really supportive of what you're doing but in general like even if you don't do that it's super beneficial um, so basically you can visualize the violet flame so you visualize a violet flame surrounding either your room or the entire house apartment flat wherever you're staying um, keeping any unwanted energies out so you really visualize this violet flame like moving all around your space and keeping out any energies any entities whatever might be coming in um, keeping all of that out basically so you're basically setting up a protection around your space which really helps to keep it clear um, yeah so this is also something that I do very regularly and I do it every single time I go to a new space so I'm traveling quite a lot and every time I get to um, a new space um, I clear the room because yeah there's oftentimes especially if other people have been staying there before there's a lot of different energies in the space and sometimes you will actually feel that um, as soon as you get into the space that something is there like something feels very heavy or sticky or like yeah maybe even if people had an argument in there or someone was grieving or whatever um all of this this can like stick in in the space um and you just want to make sure that you're not impacted by it so yeah these three things that i shared can really support you in doing that and also working with crystals um in general i would always say that the best idea is to intuitively pick your crystals um, so basically just going to a crystal store and just seeing which crystals speak to you 
I actually love to do that. Um, and if I'm not familiar with the crystal, I will just wait to look up the the meaning or the benefits of it after I've chosen it, um, because it's always super interesting to see um, yeah, how much sense it makes that I've chosen that particular crystal. Um, so I can really recommend that because your soul, your system, they know what you need in that moment. Um, but obviously there are yeah, certain crystals that are really known for protecting or for clearing. So I will share them with you as well. Um, so a few crystals I always have are uh, selenite. Um, so you can get like these white selenite ones, which are very, very good for clearing. Um, I personally also use that uh, before every client session to like physically brush through my energy basically so I will just take the selenite wand and just kind of move it across my body over my head and just anywhere where I feel there's little energy knots or yeah it's needed mm. so yeah I do that before every client session um, that in general it's a very clearing crystal so yeah you can use it to just keep your space clear basically and if you feel like you want to protect your energy or protect your space, I can really recommend black tourmaline and obsidian. They're both very protective and you also, you can take them with you when you go somewhere. So I usually have either one or the other with me when I go to really crowded places or to places where I know that the energy is quite heavy which obviously I try to avoid going there. But I mean, sometimes, yeah, you just go to places where you know that the energy might impact you in different ways. And so these two are good for that. And then one I also use very regularly is red jasper, which is very, very grounding. Um, so if you feel that your energy just needs more grounding in general, you need more grounding. Red Jasper is really good for that. And one of my favorites also is Apophyllite, uh, which connects you to higher realms, basically. I've been using that for a really long time since I started channeling. Um, and I really love it to, yeah, it really works on your higher chakras, especially like your crown chakra. Um, and really helps you yeah, connect to higher energies. And another one that I found a couple of months ago, um, and I didn't really know that before, but I really, really love it because it makes me feel very clear and very focused, is rainbow fluorite. Um, fluorite, I don't know how you say that. Um, but yeah, I found that in a store, and this was like one of those intuitive um, picks. And I really, really love that. And I keep it with me. Yeah, like even for podcasts right now, I have Rainbow Florid here. Um, because, yeah, it just makes me feel very energetically clear and focused. Um, so, yeah, but again, just see what feels right for you in each moment because your soul knows. Um, with crystals, make sure to always energetically clear them before you use them. So... For example, you can visualize white light moving into the crystal and with the intention to clear out anything, any previous programming, any other energies from people that might have used it before. 
Um, or you can ask your guides to support you in clearing out that crystal. And then after that, you might want to speak your intention into the crystal. So just kind of holding the crystal in your hand and speaking your intention into it for, I don't know, maybe you wanted to protect your energy. Maybe you wanted to keep your energy clear. Maybe you wanted to ground you like just, yeah, communicate with that crystal. And you can also use crystals to like protect your space, to protect your room. Um, some people yeah, place um, obsidian, for example, or black tourmaline on their windows or doorways um, to keep out any energies that are not supportive. So you can definitely do that as well. And yeah, so this is also a good way to keep your space and your energy in general very clear and very protected. And yes, so then there's things for like certain situations. For example, when you go to very crowded places and you're an energetically sensitive person, this can be extremely overwhelming and draining. I'm sure you probably know that. <laughs> um, and even if it's not a crowd of people, but it's someone who you feel is very energetically draining. Um, and sometimes we can't avoid that, right? Um, so if you know that that's going to happen, I personally always visualize the violet flame surrounding me. Um, so I'm visualizing, yeah, the violet flame, which is like a very mm, clearing and protective energy all around me, surrounding me and basically creating this shield um, that keeps out any unwanted, any draining energies. And I really like to do that um, on trains or planes or in train stations or yeah, whenever I'm in places where there's loads of people, which yeah, I try to avoid um, because I know it's just, yeah, I'm very sensitive energetically, so it can be overwhelming. But I mean, sometimes yeah, we want to go to those places or there's no other way around that. So yeah, especially, I mean, a lot of people are living in the city. So um, I also live in the city for a couple of months a year. So yeah, that's definitely a good way to just protect your energy and um, yeah, just make sure that it's not draining you. So really setting the intention for the violet flame to keep out anything that's not supporting your highest good. And all right, so another thing that, yeah, is I think important to mention um, is to give yourself enough space to process because if you're energetically sensitive, even if you do a lot of protection, you do a lot of work on your energy, you do a lot of clearing, you can't avoid feeling things deeply and you can't avoid feeling other people's energies and sometimes even taking on other people's energies. So really acknowledging that, like acknowledging the fact that you're energetically sensitive and this is how it is. And there are certain things you can do, but sometimes you just can't avoid it. Um, so giving yourself the time and space to process whenever you feel energetically overwhelmed or drained. For example, um, yeah, I remember a couple of months ago I was in Spain with my boyfriend and 
We went to Valencia after 10 days in a very, very quiet place in the mountains. And on that day, it was a weekend. We moved into a new apartment for a couple of days, which was a very different energetic environment. And then we went into the city because we needed to buy a few things. And because it was the weekend, the shops were full of people, which is something that can easily throw you off when you're sensitive. And yeah, we also wanted to see a bit of the city. So we were we spent a lot of time walking around, going into different shops and yeah, just moving around. And it was quite crowded that day. Um And I could already feel that it's quite a lot for me, um, but we also wanted to get something to eat. So we just wanted to find like a nice, quiet restaurant, which we didn't. <laughs> There were only places with like lots of people and lots of noise, um, but we were super hungry. So we just stayed in one of those places and I quickly realized that I was really on the th on the threshold of feeling very very overwhelmed because there was so many people so many energies so much noise and I was just like okay we need to yeah just need to see how I can deal with it um and yeah because the thing was that because there had been so 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 many energies around me all day and in different places we went to I felt so full of energy and completely not in my own energy anymore and so as soon as we left the restaurant I just started crying um because for me yeah like crying is just a really good way to release energies um and to release things that are not yours like it works really well for me and so yeah I just really I couldn't hold it back anymore because it was so just so much moving through me um, even though I had done a lot of the things that I usually do but as I said sometimes yeah you can't like totally avoid it if you go to places where there's a lot going on energetically um, and it's the same with like watching the news or just yeah seeing what's going on in the world like obviously right now but in general um there's so many things happening and sometimes you just can't like fully take yourself out of it because you're still living here on earth and sometimes yeah you just can't fully avoid that and you probably also don't want to because you would have just go to like tiny place somewhere very far away in the mountains or in the woods if you wanted to make sure that no other energies are around you so yeah for me personally I just try to do the best that I can to yeah protect and clear my energy and then also be okay with the fact that sometimes I'm just really overwhelmed and I really need to cry or scream <laughs> or do whatever so That day in Spain, for example, when we got home, I just took some time to really feel all of these energies and the emotions that were in my body. And I did some shaking, which is really, really good as a somatic release. So just kind of shaking your entire body for a few minutes. Um, that is really a good way to release any, yeah, any energies that are making you feel not in your center and I also did the light shower and just gave myself some time to just process and to just let everything flow through and just kind of gave myself permission to feel everything that there was to feel um, and then 
But later that evening, I felt back to normal. So I think just giving yourself that time to whenever it happens that you feel overwhelmed, um, yeah, is a really good idea and the best way to yeah let go of it um, in the fastest way possible. Um, yeah, and then also what works really really well for clearing um, is to work with nature. So grounding with your bare feet on the earth um, in general like walking barefoot is really amazing for clearing your energy and for clearing out anything that yeah that's like stuck in your energy and for me it's one of the best ways and I remember last winter I actually spent some time in um, in Europe um, in like November December January and it was really really cold um, but I had such a strong urge to just connect with the earth even just for a few seconds so you would actually find me at like minus five minus ten degrees just going outside to the park and just taking my shoes off and the earth was so cold um it was so cold outside but still there is just sometimes there's nothing that can like compare to the feeling of just placing your bare feet on the earth and yeah that was like one of the things that was really difficult for me when it was that cold because obviously you can't walk around for like half an hour barefoot when it's that cold outside but I like literally went out every single day to the park and just walked around barefoot even if it was just for a minute um, yeah because I can feel the effect so much um, and it just it feels like it's just kind of sucking out any any energy that's not yeah that's not serving me in that moment um so yeah if you don't do that regularly i can definitely recommend to try like at least once a day just placing your bare feet on the earth for a couple of minutes um it's amazing and so yeah in general working with nature for that is amazing so i really also love working with water um, it's an amazing way to clear your energy and like whenever I'm staying close to the ocean I will just go to the ocean every day and yeah just spend time in the water <clears throat> because I feel there's like almost nothing else that's that clearing mm, so you can also communicate with the water like ask the ocean water the lake water the wherever you are um, to support you in letting go of any energies that are not serving you and if you're not living close to any kind of water body you can also do the same thing in the shower or in the bath so you can really ask the element of water to support you in clearing your energy and to take away anything that's not yours um, yeah so you can even do that in your shower and yeah in general taking a walk in the woods in the park and yeah for example placing your hands on a tree and asking for it to support you in moving heavy energies um i like whenever i feel really heavy energies um from whatever like something that's going on astrologically or energetically or I've just been in, in a crowd of people 
um, like I just place my hands against the tree and just kind of ask the tree to please support me in moving these heavy energies. Um, so yeah, you can definitely find me talking to different trees. Um, and it's an amazing way as well, because you can really feel that, yeah, this energy will be moved and shifted through your system. And yeah, anything outside in nature is amazing for energy clearing. And if you feel more drawn to the element of fire, for example, you can also just light a candle and ask for all energies that are not serving you anymore to move into the fire to be burnt and transmuted. That also works really well. And yeah, so whatever kind of source of fire you have, um, that's also an amazing way to yeah just let go of anything that's not supporting you. And then another thing that yeah I think is also super important if you're energetically sensitive is to learn to set your boundaries and to say no when it doesn't feel energetically good for you. Um, so as I said in the beginning, one of the things I really learned is to become really in tune with my body and my energy and to actually say no when something doesn't feel right. Um, when I can already feel it's too much on that day or it's going to overwhelm me, I just don't do it. Like even if you can't really explain it um, or yeah, there's always this like, yeah, but what are other people gonna say when you're just canceling or not going um, but like really learning to listen to your body and your energy and if it feels like it's just yeah it's just going to drain you even if maybe you usually like spending time with those people or you like going to certain events or whatever if you feel it's not right for you energetically just yeah slowly learning to just honor that and acknowledge that this is what your energy, your body are trying to communicate and really listening to that. And another thing that's also really supportive is regularly clearing your womb space. Um, so yeah, clearing your womb is such a good way to keep your energy clear. And I have an entire podcast episode on clearing healing the womb space um so if you want to go deeper into that i recommend you listen to that and you can also still sign up for my free womb healing session which is called sacred womb um if you click on the link in my bio um yeah because working with your womb space as women is an amazing way to yeah clear out emotions energies and just feel more energetically centered um, but yeah I talk a lot about that in this episode and what's also very very important um, to do is to cut cords cut the energetic cords with people that you've been in contact with during the day um, and the reason this is important is because when we interact with people there's always an energetic cord that forms. And if it's not disconnected, it can really drain your energy, depending on the person. Um, and that's also something to like really consider if you've never cut energetic cords and there's people in your life that have been in your life for years or decades, like there will be an energetic cord. And sometimes, yeah, depending on what happened, what kind of dynamic there is between the two of you 
there can be really energetically draining or energetically difficult energy. So the more you intentionally disconnect these cords, the clearer you will actually feel and can really support your relationships as well. Because what it does is that it disconnects anything, yeah, any emotions that are still lingering, any kind of yeah things that happened. Um, and so I will guide you through a little cord uh, cutting process as well in the end of this um, episode together with the pillar of light meditation so yeah if you want to do that if you've never done that before can definitely recommend to stay until the end um, yeah because clearing those cords disconnecting those cords is really beneficial for your energy for keeping your energy clear and for not feeling drained for reasons that you can't really explain um, yeah and another factor that I think is often 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 overlooked is um, the food that you eat because every food that you eat carries an energy that will have an impact on your energy body um, so if you think about like where your food came from who might have been in contact with it who might have handled it and what kind of energy might have been infused into your food you can imagine yeah how that might impact you and so i like these days i try to eat only organic food as much as i can and i usually don't eat any processed food at all and i really focus on fresh fruits vegetables and anything else that comes from the earth and i try to make sure it's grown in the most natural beneficial way possible of course that's not always possible like when you're going out for dinner or when you're in like different countries when you're traveling it's not always possible obviously but just kind of keeping that in mind that the food you eat carries an energy and that energy impacts you and I also understand that it's not possible for everyone to buy and eat organic food all the time it definitely wasn't possible for me um, until like two three years back um, because it was simply too expensive which yeah is insane if you think about it um, but yeah so I totally understand that that's not always possible but um, one thing you can do in that case is like intentionally taking time to bless your food before you eat it and ask for the food to be filled with unconditional love and any any low vibrational energies that might harm you in any way to be released from the food before you eat it um, so that's something I often do when I eat outside when I don't really know like who made the food like what might have gone into it um, I usually yeah just take a moment to bless the food and just ask for it to be filled with unconditional love um, so that yeah other people who might have been in contact with that food or might have cooked that food um, that their energies or their emotions that they might have had that day um, don't kind of interact with my own energy and yeah doing that also raises the vibration of the food in general so it's a good idea anyway to bless your food um yes all right i think that was everything 
that I wanted to share. And as I said, I'm just going to guide you if you want to stay on through the pillar of light meditation as well as a quick cord cutting process. And I will do some energy work with that as well. So yeah, if you want, if that feels right for you, you can just um, stay on. All right. And you'll just need five minutes, um, maybe 10 for this entire process. So yeah, just taking a moment to close your eyes and just fully relax into your body and just take a moment to really arrive in your physical body and then just feel roots growing from your feet down into the earth all the way down until they reach the golden core of the earth, the golden center of the earth. Just take a moment to feel into that connection and then slowly start to bring up these golden energies up through your roots, through every layer of the earth, all the way up into your feet, into your legs, and then up into every single cell in your body so that your entire body is filled with golden earth light. And then slowly move these energies up through the top of your head, up into the sky, past the planets, past the galaxies, past the edge of the universe, and then up into a pearl of white light, pure source, unconditional love frequency, and just connect into this light, and then slowly bring this white light back down. back into the sky and then bring it in through the top of your head and just let it fill your entire body so that your whole body is filled with white and golden light and then slowly move these energies out the front and the back of your solar plexus chakra Just let them pull out and form a bubble of light all around you. And just sit in this bubble of light where you're safe and protected. And just feel this bubble of light all around you, clearing, protecting your energy. And if you also want to stay for the cord cutting process, just keep listening. So just visualize all of the people that you've been in contact with today. Or if you want to do it more generally, you can also visualize the people that 
you've you have really deep relationships with that you interact often whatever feels right for you in this moment you can do this as many times as you want so just visualizing these people in front of you and just take a moment to feel into your body and ask where the energetic cords are connected into the energetic cords that are connecting you to those people and maybe you can sense or feel it in your body and just see or feel these cords now how they're connecting you and the other people And then with intention, just take a moment to see or feel these cords disconnecting. And just really visualize how one by one these cords are leaving your body, being disconnected, being cut. And just notice the energy that's flowing out of you together with these cords that are being disconnected. I will just do quick energy work to really clear out any energies that don't belong to you so just keep listening urakaya maraki ayatarayi kamia yakarayi koti arayi kataya taraki ayakarayi kamaya karaki ayakarayi Manakaraye, Katia Yakaraye, Kitaya Taraye, Kamaya Karaye, Anaye Karaye, Kamiya Karaye, Koti Kaya Taraye, Kamaya Karaye, Kitaya Taraki, Kitaya Taraki. And just feel these cords now fully leaving your body. And you can do that as often as you like. You can do it with a single person or several people from your day or even from your past, just clearing out any chords with people from your past. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know if you have any questions. And otherwise, I hope you have the most beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe to the Soul Alignment podcast so you never miss anything. If you enjoy what I'm sharing with you, please rate this podcast and leave a review so that other magical souls can find it too. And lastly, follow me on Instagram at Chiara Nala for more inspiring content, free healings and activations, as well as access to my programs.